0: That's one of the biggest problems people have is, well, I don't know what I really, really want. Yeah, You know, to try to dream big, they want to be logical. Yeah. Well, is logical? That's a program, right? Right. Being realistic, being logical. Those are all things that were programmed into our subconscious that keep us from sometimes reaching for, hey, let's throw a big, crazy goal out there and start thinking about that.
1: This is the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. Brought to you by G4 Marketing. Interviews with today's top home improvement entrepreneurs about marketing, sales, money, mindset, and lifestyle. Now, here's your host, Brian
0: Kaskavalsian.
1: Hey everybody, Brian here. So I've got something a little different for you today. You are going to be taken back to Accelerate Live in Fort Lauderdale, where we recently held our annual event and we had over 200 companies join us in person and virtually and at the end of day one I got to sit down with three very different guests and enjoy a cocktail together and they each offer a different perspective that you can benefit from today. The first is my good friend Jer Ronan with Yankee Home who shares with us how he took his company from a really challenging place just a few short years ago to now being semi-retired then on the opposite end of the spectrum you'll hear from Arodi Vella vela with stress-free roofing who is just in the second year Of his business but is a hundred percent committed to being successful in this industry and he's killing it so far by the way he'll give you a ton of motivation to approach your business with enthusiasm and lastly you'll hear from Sean Foyer who's a mindset coach in the home improvement industry yes you heard that right a mindset coach in the home improvement industry I say it all the time you know being successful in business is like 95% mindset and 5% skill set. I'll let you know that since this is recorded live, some of the audio breaks up a little bit at the beginning, but stick with it. This episode is sure to help you figure out the path you're on and help you set a vision for where you're headed. Also, make sure you've gotten your copy of the seven secrets to becoming a wealthy contractor. The deal is simple. I buy the book. You just pay the shipping and handling cost. Just go to thewealthycontractor.com to get your copy today. A lot of the concepts you're about to hear are talked about in this book. I say it all the time, success leaves clues, and you always want to be on the lookout for those clues. So I know the book will help you. That's why I'm buying it for you. I just, again, ask you to pay a small shipping and handling fee. So get your copy now at thewealthycontractor.com. Thewealthycontractor.com. Enjoy the episode. So Jer Ronan is, he's actually going to be joining us, making him work twice over this event. He's going to be joining us tomorrow for the $100 million round. He was on last year. Um, but Jer owns a company called Yankee Home Improvements in Western Massachusetts. Jordan the Yankee Home. Yankee Home. You rebrand. Cool. So why don't you? So you, he's been on the podcast before, and why don't what? you give everybody just give everybody the thirty second version of your Good. of your story of
2: my story of your story. Um, immigrant came to America, eighty bucks in my pocket. Got ripped off by a contractor for $2,500. So pissed. Decided to start my own home improvement company, and had some ups, had some downs, and managed to last year semi-retire from the business. My company runs successfully in Western Mass, and I am now a Floridian. Floridian, like you, nice. good sell. Yes sanibel
1: sanibel yes beautiful so okay so you started yankee home what year 2008 2008 yes 2008 was kind of ugly
2: it was it was
1: <laughs> 2008 was kind of ugly so we're in 2020 well 2020 was when he was able to semi-retire so what is My semi- wife does
2: that to me too
1: yeah isn't it great yep yeah. that's what we have them for <laughs> to correct us when we're wrong <laughs> Both of our wives are off camera. You can't see. <laughs> does yours finish your sentence for you? She doesn't let me. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, just I have to be careful how I answer. I got to, you know, I know, can't get in trouble. Go ahead. So what was I going to? Oh, so tell everybody what does semi-retired mean. What does semi-retired
2: mean? Okay. Semi-retired looks like a team's meeting. Every morning at nine a.m. that okay. ends at nine ten. Okay. Or nine fifteen sometimes, but generally ten minute meeting. It means a level ten, you know, I'm a big EOS guy. A level ten meeting for one and one half hours on Wednesday, usually around ten o'clock. And that's generally it. I will answer emails. And I'm generally not consulted about a lot of things. I'm yep. generally consulted on Wednesdays, that's about it.
1: And so, you know, when we talk about, at the beginning of today's session, we talked about clarity, we talked about money freedom, and we talked about time freedom. Well, if we do it right, this is kind of what it looks like, right? We, the business runs by itself, and we get to choose what we want to do. So in Jer's case, he chose to buy a house in Florida and come and hang out down here. You do some other things though. I mean, that's not, you didn't just completely give up. I <laughs> give it up. Yeah. You're not going <laughs> to give it up, but we were talking a little bit about charity. And you were saying something that was kind of interesting about charity. So, yes. you so I I, talk I it was a, it was a
2: podcast yesterday, you know, me and charity, because I was homeless for, yeah. for quite a while when we came to America, to me it's important to give back and we call ourselves actually we trademarked it, we call ourselves the thank you American company. And a lot of our time is spent in Philadelphia. Um, you want to know what I do down there, look up the Jake story, yeah. but um, I listened to something that I heard yesterday, I'd never heard before, and uh, it was on a podcast by a guy called Bill Fox, he's a thinker, he's actually out of Estonia, nothing to do with our business, but really cool guy, and, he, and he's talking about certain charities that they, they have a 13 levels of charity, first, chari- first level being writing a check, right, and the second level doing it anonymously, and it goes all the way up to 13, and the highest level of, of charitable giving is to actually give someone a job. Because when you give someone a job, you actually now give them the ability to feed their family, house their family, go on vacations, put their kids through college, whatever. And I thought that was so interesting because um, you don't think of it as charitable, you know, an endeavor, but, but it is. And how it, it, tailors or fits in with what you were doing is obviously you cannot give someone a job unless you make a profit. Yeah. So I just I heard that yesterday.
1: So this is kind of a, I, I don't know how else to ask it, but you, you had a couple of years there where you had some challenges with profitability. I did. I did. <laughs> I did. Challenges. Sales. We had the sales down, right. not the profitability. So what were some of the things
2: that you had to do to overcome those challenges? Well, let me relay it back to the charity first of all. I spent a year um, consulting with homeless gentlemen. And it's something about when you talk to somebody one-on-one that only has clothes on their back, it grounds you. And it makes you grateful for things and you start to look at things a lot differently. Because you're right, I was beaten up quite a bit. We had sales manager that wanted to destroy our company and and set up all kinds of turmoil and lawsuits and stealing half your sales department. Everything you possibly could go wrong went went wrong. wrong. This guy was quite the shyster. So when you spend time with somebody that literally has nothing and you start to look at things and your perspective changes. Around that time, I went to one of these. And the year prior, I hadn't got the money to come. And you were nice enough. I know you don't give refunds, but hopefully I'm not speaking out of turn. But you said, you know what? I understand the position you're in, and maybe next year. And you did refund me, and, I, and that meant a lot to me. So, the liar? All right. So, that's Brian's wife, by the way, saying that. She's good. <laughs> She's real good. So, so, we came the next year. And the next year, we got to see your entire show. And it left. It was like oh, it was a wake-up call for me. Um, got on the EOS bandwagon. Got on the profitability bandwagon. Didn't really care now about how much sales we were going to do. And we went from five to eight million. And started to just wheels started turning. Things start going out right. Things start going right. And then the next one, we spent the year reducing our debt. We just I just wanted my goal for the year was to. Was to be out of debt, and you actually had me up on stage last yeah. year sharing that story that about awesome. how to get yeah. out of debt. You know, and this year we went from how to get out of debt. This year I'll we'll probably share tomorrow with how we went to become semi-retired. That was the goal. Yeah, and, and that we were able to do that.
1: Yeah, and a lot changed in yes, a matter a of bit. two or three years. And bit. you know, I think that ultimately it comes down to just making a decision, right? That
2: you're right. Yeah, you're right. Uh,
1: it's not. I, I'm not happy with it this way anymore. I want it to be different, and Correct. you make that decision, Correct. and you
3: move you forward. You go for it. Yeah,
2: yeah I mean, it, there was a, there was a lot involved. Um, as EOS, as we got better at EOS, and, and it literally takes a couple of years to do, and the company started to, to to flow better. There's a line when when John mentioned about, and you mentioned too, the emet, There's a there's a there's a page in there, and it talks about how people are unmanageable, they're unpredictable, and and it goes to all these ten different adjectives to describe people, and you're like, yeah, 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 and it's like, but processes are not, and if you can figure out how to manage people by not managing them, by setting up processes, a light bulb went off. And this was around the time we were starting to get into EOS. We actually were so into EOS, we actually had the EOS guy become a full-time employee and, and, and fly from Miami to Massachusetts for four or five months. And um, because we were so into it, we wanted to get it done. We wanted it. We couldn't wait the two. We just wanted to get it up and running as quickly as possible. That helped considerably.
1: It's a game changer. So by the way,
2: when he mentions EOS, for those of you
1: that are not familiar, EOS is the entrepreneurial operating system. It is a system that we actually use in our companies to, to manage our people and our processes and our profit. And we're going to be talking about it tomorrow. It's a big part of what we're going to be talking about tomorrow. And Jer has been a big implementer of EOS. Correct. Yeah, it's it's a game changer. All right, so last question before I bring up our next guest is, what advice do you have to somebody that is, you know, maybe struggling in their business a little bit and Maybe they recognize, "Hey, I'm the one that's kind of in the way." Yeah. What advice do you have for that person?
2: Seek to understand before you're understood. That was my mentor, Joe Tolman, told me, and we actually have that in our conference room. We have it up above our TV screen. We have it in our training room. Seek to understand before you're understood. Most people have it the other way around. They want people to understand them before basically before they ask and listen to the answer. In our business, ego gets in the way a lot of times. You think? Oh, a little. Yeah. <laughs> so when you literally can, can shut the F up and replicate and listen to what somebody who's already done it before you, because we were in a, hopefully I'm not ta- ta- talking out of school there, but we were in the, the um, your, your uh, workshop afterwards, for last year, right, yeah. remember the gentleman from Canada, I don't think asked anybody from Canada, and he asked the question, Brian, uh, what do you think about, do you think about giving your salespeople your appointments, letting them do the call, right? Now, you did everything you could, and I, we, were, we were calm with that question, it was, it's not a, it's, not a it's, it's, it's a fair question, but if he had just said, Brian, how should I handle leads, as opposed to, you know how to handle leads, you know the answer, you've seen the answer. But he wanted you to comment on what he was doing and waste the entire workshop's time. And You were nice about it. You didn't say, you're a dumbass. No, you didn't do that. You were actually polite, and you actually said, why don't you answer? Why don't you answer it? He, all he had to do was ask you the first place, tell me what to do, as yeah. opposed to say, why don't you have, I want your opinion on what I'm doing. That's the wrong way. He, he wants you to understand what he's doing instead of the opposite. But oh, that's interesting. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Before you're understood. Yeah. And if that's one thing you're going to do, it would be replicate success and network with people if you can. And this isn't rocket science. We can't, If someone like me can be successful at this. Thing. I know you put me on that. You put me on those mastermind things just so like, that idiot can do it. Anybody. Right. Do. I know. I know, Brian. And, that, and that's fine. I mean, look, that's if fine. I could do it, anybody <laughs> can do it. Right. And that's fine. But that's what the one yeah. thing, seek to understand before you understand. I love it. Well, my friend, thank you. Thank you for being okay, here.
1: You. you didn't even try your drink. I did not. I, had you, to, I worry, had you working. I will, How did I she do? How did Stefania do? Is it good?
2: Oh, it's sweet, too. It's delicious. Yeah, yeah. I love see, sweet. Welcome to great. Florida. This is great. Got you, to have a, you got to have this a drink really like good. that in Florida. Really good.
1: Thank you. All right. Well, thank you, my friend. So we are going to go from a guy who has been in the business forever and um, is old. And <laughs> I, is semi-retired. I just caught on to what you were saying. <laughs> he just, he just, he completely missed it. Wow. Um, we're going to now go to the exact opposite. And we're going to go to somebody that is new in the business. Two years? year and a half. year and a half. Year and a, half. a year yeah. and a half. Look at him. He's 14 years old. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. He's 14 years old and he runs, uh, no, he's 24. Five. Yep. and um, mm-hmm. I want to know what is going what is going on so uh, okay so let me set this up a little bit and I've talked about him before his name is Arodi, Arodi Vella, and I said the name right yeah yes yeah, Arodi Vella. Right. Vela yeah. and his company is called stress-free roofing out of Atlanta Georgia mm-hmm. and um, I first met you la- was it last year at Accelerate or was it a little before that yeah a little before that
3: a little I think in 2019, I think it was December, November. Okay, November, uh, December, uh, Rosso, right after, kind of yeah.
1: right after you started the business, yeah. right? And to his credit, he read the Seven Secrets book, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Got involved in Wealthy Contractor Master Blueprint Program, yeah. mm-hmm. then came to Accelerate, and it was all about, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but he really got that, I could shortcut this process. Why am I going to have to try and go and reinvent the wheel and go try and figure this out on my own for the next 20 years when I could go to this place and I can be around people that have been there and done that? And he did that. And now and here is the thing that and and I haven't talked to you in a few months and I've been thinking about you and I even (laughs) mentioned you recently Uh in a podcast because I heard about some of the things that you were doing. But here's the thing. Here's the secret to this guy's success is that he actually went and implemented. He actually went and executed on what he learned. So what I want to know is, if you don't mind, where are you at? Where did you start the year? So you are a year and a half. So when you started the year, how many jobs were you doing a, a month?
3: Okay. C- can I tell, you, tell a uh, quick story? A of course story. you can. Sure. <laughs> Okay, so I don't, I don't want to sound cocky or anything, but I knew I was going to be on a podcast. And the reason why I'm saying that is because I would literally like, imagine myself being here, visualizing it, right? And then earlier, I literally was talking to my wife, and I told her I'm going to be on Brian's podcast this year. And I nice. told her that earlier. I didn't know it was going to be today, right? But I'm on it so awesome. i just want to say <laughs> that's awesome i just want to say thank you that's great uh, and uh, yeah i'm really grateful and honored to be here so thank you oh you and my pleasure so i was doing about yeah about five jobs a month Is that was the question right yeah yeah five jobs a month last year in 2020 20, 2019 yeah i was doing about five jobs a month something like that and yeah so what, what was the question again
1: and this year uh, 2020 how did you do
3: or last year 2020 2020 okay yeah. so 2020 i ended up with like six hundred and forty three thousand. 643. Wow,
1: yeah. that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So actually, I think, were you at five jobs a month or were you, I think you were at like two or three, well you had just, been, yeah. yeah, you yeah, had just two started, two or three, and in your first full year of business, 643,000. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. listen to this yeah. people, did you make money? Yes. Okay. <laughs> did you make the right amount of money?
3: No. No? Why? Well, I didn't include I didn't include the sales commission for myself. Okay. The business made, you know, 10%. Okay. But I didn't pay myself the sales commission. That's the only thing I didn't pay myself. Okay. So All
1: right. So sales commission's 10% though. Yeah. So are you saying that the 10% is that 10% Well, no, wait a minute. If you paid yourself a sales commission, then it would have been zero.
3: Mm-hmm. Right?
1: I don't want to put you on the spot.
3: No. It it would have came from somewhere else. But okay i will always pay the business you know 10 percent. okay got so take it okay so
1: you're first. stuck yeah. okay good so, all right yeah. so you made money you didn't make the right but you're also right. growing yeah so you've had to figure out leads mm-hmm. you've had to figure out how to get jobs sold right getting the jobs installed though hasn't really it hasn't been a big issue for you though. no yeah. no that you've got the resources in place yeah. for that
3: yeah okay Definitely.
1: so that's awesome so that's first year in business now this year for 2021, mm-hmm. what are some of the things, what are the next steps that you're gonna take for your business?
3: Hire some more sales employees. Okay. Fix the profit model, look into marketing. Okay. And I think that's what's gonna really help me get, the goal this year is 1.1. Nice, um, that's you know, a big maybe goal. maybe try to go, go to uh, 12% uh, net. Okay. So that's the, yeah, that's Good.
1: the goal. So, somebody was asking earlier mm-hmm. from the, from the live stream from home, they were asking, well, if I'm a small company, am I still using the same metrics? Am I still using the same numbers? Mm-hmm. And then the answer I always say is absolutely you are because you want to, like what he's doing is he's setting his business up so that when you do over yeah. a million dollars, yeah. you're going to make the money that you need to add 12%, you know starting out is fantastic you'll be able to use that money to now bring on the people that you need right. move yeah. your margins up bring in some more marketing yeah. and that's awesome good for you are you happy yeah i'm happy yeah Definitely. you're happy with yeah. the business and what's going on
3: yes how are you making leads yard signs home advisor referrals and pretty much it yeah, yeah. okay so, are you doing any door knocking Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. I don't like door knocking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was one of the things, the reason I'm asking is because when we were first, I'll hire someone to do that, started talking. (laughs) Yeah. He's going to hire somebody to do that. But when we first started talking and it's like, what was the goal? I think the goal was to get to one sale a week or two sales a week, something something like like that. that. Get to that one or two sales a week and do whatever you have to do to get there. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously you made it happen because, You know your numbers are great for the year. Well, good for you. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you being here. I'm glad you're back for a second year. Mm. I would say I, I I love this guy because he's the future. He's the future of this industry. He's just starting out, and he's here, and he's gonna. You know, he's around guys like Jer, who is. I I mean, really, I mess around with him. He's not in the room. I mess around with him, but he's he's really has such a wealth of experience. Mm And he's such a nice guy. I mean, you could call him up and say, hey, Jer, I have this problem. And he'll he'll sit on the phone and he'll help you yeah. figure it out.
3: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I, fu- I found out that, you know, people like that are more than happy to help. Yeah. So at first I was, you know, scared of reaching out to them, but they're, like, absolutely, you know, 100% happy to help. So yeah.
1: uh, real quick, that's interesting. So most people are mm-hmm. afraid to do that. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of scary just to mm-hmm. pick up the phone and call somebody you don't know and ask them for for help and Mm -hmm. for advice, but you've kind of, you've gotten over it.
3: Yes, I have, you know, got more confident, you know, I got a little bit more experience and then um, it's a mindset thing. Yeah. So one one of the, you know, one of the things I've done this, you know, last year was invested in a mindset coach, you know, Sean Foyer. He helped me a lot with mindset and- Who's by the way, my next guest (laughs) for you guys is who he's talking about right now. I, I don't have that much experience in the roofing industry or home improvement industry, but uh what I did was just focus on mindset yeah because I and reading books mindset and that's that's how I was gonna you know grow yeah and you know i hear I hear about it all the time, so that's what I focused on and and just you know taking action, and you know you guys are are the pros and and I'm new to the industry, right so i'm just like I'm gonna listen to you guys and i'm gonna implement this and just do it and yep. that's, that's it
1: and learn <laughs> and learn as you go yeah
3: learn learn yeah fail success yep. whatever learn, mm-hmm.
1: take it and go mm hmm well, awesome, my friend. Thank you. Thank I appreciate you. you being here. Thank you, Brian. Fist pumped. Uh, <laughs> did you try your drink yet? Yeah, it's good. Is it good? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So you did another good one. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Arodi.
3: My pleasure.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: <laughs> so Orodi so alluded to mindset, and you'll notice that we talk at Accelerate, we talk quite a bit about, about mindset. Tomorrow, we're going to talk even more about mindset um, and uh, this guy right here. So I've known Sean, I first met Sean I think in 2010 when he had a home improvement company and the you had the home improvement company and then you became a consultant and a trainer for a national organization. And recently over the last two or three years you've kind of gone out on your own to do coaching and consulting. And that's a roadie is one of your mindset clients. Yes. And you've really dove deep into the mindset. And and I say it all the time. We talk about it all the time. It's not talked about in this industry. We don't talk about mindset in this industry. And yet it's like, you know, this morning I said mindset over skill set. It's like 95% mindset and 5% skill set. Because the secret is the secret, the the behind-the-scenes secret is you can hire the the skill sets. You cannot. Thank you. Thank you. You You (laughs) cannot hire mindset. That's all entirely on you. So. 100%. 100%. Where, where do we wanna start with this topic? This is a big, this is a big topic and, and you'll hear more from, from Sean throughout the year on the podcast and we might do a webinar or something together and he'll join us for a few minutes tomorrow and, and talk a little bit more, but where do we even start with this?
0: Oh, <laughs> there's so many directions we can go, right? And I love you say you know, 95% mindset, 5% strategy or process, Mm. And it's new to this industry a little bit, right? Yeah. And I know we've talked, we don't want to get too woo-woo or too metaphysical, right? right? Because that's, that's kind of crazy in some, some arenas. But it's interesting because a lot of what we're doing with the mindset is science. And science is catching up, right? right? You know, you've got one of my favorite quotes from Henry Ford on the mugs that are distributed if you think you can or think you can't. Either way, you're right. Yeah. And... Mm. There's so much power to that. Napoleon Hill wrote Think and Grow Rich back in the 30s without the science to back it. Just, hey, he studied successful people. He said right. their mindset was, they put it in their mind, they held it, they did it every day, and they got great results. We should do the same. Yeah. But for a lot of years, people didn't listen, right? Right. <laughs> we get... Well, and, and look, what's interesting is Erodi listened,
1: yeah. and Erodi put the intention in his head that I'm gonna be on that podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna be on the Wealthy Contractor podcast. And look at how fast it happened for
0: him. It's amazing. And it it's happens. Amazing. And that's the thing. And again, now he believes it. So that Henry Ford quote, guess right. what? He's using it more powerfully right. than a lot of people because he has the belief. Right. And it's, I mean, I shared last year at this event, you know, and if we go back to my contracting career, a lot of people say, well, Sean, how did you get from there to here? Why do you stay in the contracting business? Well, I wanted to do something different. I wanted to get into consulting. I, and I didn't know how. Right? And we talk about it. we always get into well, how are you gonna do it? Right. I didn't know. I just started putting out there a vision of this is what I want to create. And you know, two years ago I wanted to be on your stage. That was one of my visions. And last year I stepped on your stage, right? And now this year I'm doing a podcast where yeah. I didn't know how. I didn't know how. Yeah. I just held the vision, just like Eurodis holding the vision. Yeah. You know, it's it's how is the worst probably the worst question?
1: that we can ask ourselves when we set a vision. And again, we're gonna talk more about this tomorrow, but when you put that word how, it is like the most destructive thing that you could do to yourself because nothing good is gonna
0: come from that well, well, how, question. That, the how is hard sometimes, right? right? So if the how is hard and I start doing the how and it's hard and I don't have enough belief, right? I quit, Yeah. <laughs> I stop or I do something else, right? Yeah. It's yeah. not to say that you don't have to
1: figure out the how, but if that's where you're going to start, that's why we start this uh, event talking about vision. We talk about, well, what do you really want? Let's define what it is that we want, because how could you help anybody get where they want to go? Cause Sean is one of those guys where it's like, okay, if you tell me you want your business to make whatever. A hundred thousand dollars next year. Well, if you're clear about it, he'll help you get there. But if you don't know where you want to go, then
0: yeah, and it's it's, it's, it's it's crazy how many times that—that's one of the biggest problems people have. Is well, I don't know what I really, really want. Yeah, you know, to try to dream big, they want to be logical. Yeah. Well, is logical. That's a program, right? right. Being realistic, being logical—those are all things that were programmed into our subconscious that keep us from sometimes reaching for, hey, let's throw a big crazy goal out there, and start thinking about that. Yeah. And then, yeah, we go back. The how will come into into play, but yeah. if you have that belief and the belief is strong enough, you know, Mike Tyson has a. It's funny quoting Mike Tyson in the setting. Yeah. Day, he has a quote. Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face, right? Right. And so if I go right to my plan, and I get punched in the face, and it hurts, and I don't have the belief, I don't get back up. Right. And yeah, so you don't have the belief, you don't have the commitment, you don't have, yeah, yeah. It's, that's and, it, you I mean, And you and I have talked before, I mean, there's anything in your life that you've really wanted and you've desired, you've gotten. And if you haven't, you changed your mind, right? Yeah. That's true, actually, yeah. It's it's funny
1: how that happens. but. But but we're always getting what we want. Yes, we just keep changing what
0: we want. Well, you keep changing
1: it, but also you're not. If you're not getting what you think you want, it's because you just have not put the right intention out there. You just haven't been clear about what it is that you want, because what you're getting is what you're putting out there. It's it's in direct proportion to what you're putting out there. In here, in here. Not only with what you're doing with your hands and the work
0: that you're doing, it's also what are you doing up up in here, right? No, and that's that comes back to the program of the how we're programmed that way, right? Yeah. Look, and you know the the cool thing about mindset is we we talk about the business, but we also talk about relationships, we talk about personal health and wellness, and all three of those. If I want to know what I'm thinking and where I'm at. Just look at my results. Just look at your results. My bank account will tell me, but that's not where I'm going, that's where I've been. Yeah. If I look in the mirror or if I run up the flight of stairs, that tells me where I'm at. That's the result. But I create it on the inside if I want something different.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, it's amazing. And and it's it's
1: powerful. And I, I, you know, tomorrow or actually in even in your workbooks and I don't know what page it's on. I'll tell you tomorrow. You can look at it, though. There's a whole list of books. I mean, this is an area to really study and you've studied it. I've studied it for 30 something years. I was given Think and Grow Rich. I actually have a a kind of a cool story. I don't know if I should share it here. But the first copy, I will, I'll just do it real quick. (laughs) Yeah, do. So the very first copy I got of Think and Grow Rich, I got from from a friend in high school's father. And at the time, they were, he was probably in his early 40s. They were from Ohio. They moved to Southern California. And they had, he had gone bankrupt. Business that he built... For whatever reason, I don't know all the particulars. I was a kid. I was 17 years old, 18 years old. I had never met somebody that was like, you know, really successful and talked in these in this way, right? And he said, and and I guess he saw something in me, and he gave me a copy of *Think and Grow Rich*, and that started me on an incredible path when I was 18 years old. And what's funny is, and this is the the cool part of the story. So he died five or six years ago, he died early. He was like in his 60s, he was out on a bike ride and he died. His daughter, who I was friends with, I hadn't talked—I haven't talked to in 30 something years. I finally was able to connect with her last week. <laughs> no wait. Last week, after <laughs> well, awesome. all these years, I have that book. And it's... for years and years, I've thought about giving it, I really wanted, well, not years, but since he died, I, I felt bad having it. I wanted to send it back to her to say, hey, your father gave me this book. It put me on a path. It changed my world. And I think that this belongs back in your family. And it's just a little paperback. Yeah. But that book is it's, just That's so a powerful, powerful little paperback. You know, it is. It's a powerful book. And it's a book not to be read, but it's a book to be studied. And you sent me a beautiful version of it. Yeah. Black, like leather, fake leather or real yeah, no, leather Yeah, it's real or leather. <laughs> Is <laughs> it, it real leather fake? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's
0: the Bible of success. It's that, the Bible that's the of success, it. yeah. You know, my mentor. Some
1: people might take that the wrong way. Don't. No, it's, um, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No,
0: it's, it's, it's a good book. and yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's put together book. based on. Results. but like, based on you, results. you talk about success leaves clues, right? right? That's what that book is based on. Yeah, he, clues interviewed, of Henry Ford. yeah. yeah. <laughs> he interviewed a thousand or five
1: thousand of the most successful people, and he took what he learned, and he
0: distilled it down into into this book. And, and, to, and today, if you look at the Jack Canfields of the world, the Bob yeah. Proctors, all these leaders in thought, they all go back to that book. Yeah. They really do. I mean, that to me Every is, single
1: one of them is connected to that. But Ed, well, look, you talk to the most successful people uh, in in business, and almost every one of them, you, you ask them, what are your top three books? It's going to be there. Yeah. It's going to be in their top three.
0: And if for some reason it isn't, there's going to be a book that came up from... There, uh, there, uh, right. W there's Cummins a book Stone, that came or from it. Or Jack Canfield, right. yeah. or Brian Tracy, or... Yeah, one, one of the names.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's awesome.
0: No. One last thing, I, I don't... Today, um Jason Herbert sharing about the Lambo and his experience yep. with I mean, isn't that cool? Yeah. I mean literally how fast you know a roadie got on here today. Jason thinking about that. I mean Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's around it us.
1: It's around you. It's just you just it's it's you have to use these tools you have to use your mindset you have to use belief to raise your awareness so that you start to notice it so you see it oh it's right it's around me now then it's just a matter of moving closer and moving closer and moving closer and so we'll talk a little bit more about that and some of the mechanics of it tomorrow without getting into all of the metaphysics of it but it is science-based. Maybe a, a little? It's, maybe a little. <laughs> With right. him, we'll get a little bit <laughs> a little, into it. No. Mine, yeah, we might get a little bit into it. But I, it, I saw but, the law of polarity on the screen today, so we got a little into we got a little the bit. Laws. We got a little bit of the laws in there. <laughs> good stuff. All right. Well, Sean, thank you so much.
0: Today was a great day. I hope. I, I think we got a lot of really good comments. Real, real quick, just thank you, Brian, for putting on an amazing event. I know everybody that's here live is thankful to be able to get together, to be able to get good information. I know everyone virtually, we're seeing the comments, and I'm getting texts from people I know that are watching it. It's great information. It's a great, great. event. So, thank Oh, you. that's awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. My pleasure. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you. All right,
1: so that's it for today's episode of the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. Let me ask you, did it help you look at your business in a new way? I'd really appreciate it if you'd go to iTunes and post a review of this podcast. Let us know how we're doing. The Wealthy Contractor Podcast is brought to you by G4 Marketing Group, where we help contractors of all kinds create customers, keep customers, and multiply their customers and profits. If you're interested in reaching new levels of success for your company, visit wwwg f-o-u-r marketing.com or just call us at 305-856-8788 to schedule your free no obligation wealthy contractor strategy session now during this strategy session we're going to look at eight key performance factors in your business and we're going to help you uncover opportunities for growth for leads for sales, and for profit. And finally, we started the Wealthy Contractor as a resource to help you, the home improvement entrepreneur, regardless of where you are on the wealthy scale, get where you want to go. We want to provide you with the motivation, the confidence, the resources, and the tools so you too can live the life of the Wealthy Contractor. Now, the wealthy contractor is a place where it's okay for you to want it all. In fact, it's not only okay, it's encouraged. So, until next time, this is Brian Cascavalsian with G4 Marketing.